When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As of right now, we are at war. How desperate am I? You call on such lost creatures to defend you. How desperate am I? You threaten my world with war. You steal a force you can't hope to control. You talk about peace and you kill because it's fun. You have made me very desperate. You might not be glad that you did. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people. Welcome to Furious Finest, a podcast devoted to discussion of Marvel Crisis Protocol and the Marvel Universe. My name is Jesse Aiken, and we have a special treat for you today. This is a bonus episode of the podcast. So we've talked about on our show, the Patreon. You join our Patreon, you get to be part of our Discord community. But we also have higher tier patrons that make this show happen. That's the Asgardian and Avenger level patrons. They make this bonus content happen. And that's what you're going to hear today. This is one episode of After Dark for free for you to hear on the main feed without you being a patron or anything like that to give you an idea what Chris and I's After Dark episodes are like. The fun part of this episode is we went in with a goal to make Chris a list for the Fury's Finest Patron Discord League, but that was it. We had no other intentions, which is really great. So we kind of just shoot from the hip and build a X-Force and X-Men roster for Chris for TTS and for the Secret Wars League. And this was February's After Dark episode. So this is kind of giving you a preview of a past episode of what it's like. There's other times too, we just talk about comics, movies, life, our gaming history, you name it. Our goal this year is to put a lot of content on the After Dark feed, be even more transparent and open with you guys and just have fun with that feed. So to reward the patrons that are committing to helping us run this very show and make everything happen. But this is just a preview of it because several of you reached out and asked, what are those episodes like? Is it worth becoming a patron at that tier. Well, this is a great example of that. We're, you know, we're a lot looser. We have less production. We have less editing. It's kind of just shooting from the hip. And this is a long episode because we get really in depth with Chris's list building. And, you know, and this is going to be just a fun list. So we hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Give you a sneak peek behind the curtain at what After Dark is like. And stay tuned for more episodes of the main format with new characters, new news, and many more surprises we have planned for this year. But thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoy this. Welcome to Fury's Finest After Dark Secret Avengers. Hey guys, how are you? We hope you guys are having a good month. We had extra episodes last month, which was really fun. You know, Chris and I talking about all sorts of things with miniatures gaming, and then an episode with Omnis and I talking about my OP kit, Domain of the Dread Dormammu. Very fun. 
And then also me and I'm just talking about Spider-Man No Way Home, which was kind of like a, a bookend to Chris and I's main episode, which was really fun. And, uh, you know, Chris, I can say since then, I've seen Spider-Man No Way Home again, which was great. Oh, nice. And uh, I did catch more things, which was really, really fun. I'm excited to be able to watch it again. I have been working my way through Eternals, you know, 20 minutes at a time, as my brain allows. But uh, yeah, it's a better movie the second time, honestly. Oh, wow. That's good to hear. Well, I can say Spider-Man's just as good the second time. (laughs) And... (laughs) It's good. Yeah. Just all the little details you pick on your second or third viewing, like that you didn't pick up the first time, of course, we talked about. It's even one of those things like the first time Strange casts the spell. I'm talking early in the movie. Like you actually see some of the spider foes coming through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like now that you know what they kind of look like at the end of the movie where they're more obvious, you're kind of looking and you see, oh, that's definitely Scorpion. Oh, that's definitely Rhino early in the film. And then he closes the spell immediately. You know, things like that all the way to them just kind of nailing Andrew, Toby, and Tom's stances. They all have a different Spider-Man stance. You know, Toby's is the forearms. Yep. All in one spot. Yep. Tom Holland's is the one arm back, you know, kind of yep. more the Black Widow pose. And then Andrew's is the slightly crouched kind of street fighting Spider-Man. And, you know, they nail that on top of the web swinging, too. They all swing differently. Didn't Sony announce that Andrew Garfield's going to return as Spider-Man or something? They haven't announced it officially, I don't think. But it's been but like, yeah, yeah. I think it's like it the worst, worst kept secret in Hollywood right now is, <laughs> is that, which is, I mean, totally cool with me. He killed that movie. Yeah. And he deserves a third film, right? Because in the least, the two other actors got their third film, you know. He does now, he, I think. Just a bow yeah. on it. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's been really fun, and we hope you guys have been enjoying this feed. But as most of you know, I'm assuming, because you're patrons on the patron and Discord, the Fury's Secret War League is a couple days away from starting fully. And Chris, we're building your list today. We're building your 10-man roster for the list. Yes, we are. We're building it for you guys so you can beat me soundly. That's fine (laughs) with me. But yeah, man, I'm really excited. It's my first time to do an episode in this format, so bear with us a little bit as well. But we have done a little bit of talking uh, off mic about where this list is going to go, and I am super, super excited for this. Yeah, we have a couple nebulous ideas, but we don't really, we haven't locked any of the specific show, which is exactly. really exciting. Yeah. And Chris and I are just going to make this live on the air. You know, the whole point of this feed is it's a little bit more free, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit less editing. And we just kind of talk about how we're making this roster as we go, Chris, because by the end of this, we want you to be able to have your roster, lock it in to the document on the patron discord Bingo. and maybe get a practice game in right before the league starts or something. That'd be really nice. That's the plan. So let's just get the obvious out of the way. Chris is playing a mutant team. And we had the discussion, Chris, that we've had many times. And I think you're more leaning on my side now than ever because it's pretty obvious that we're getting so many more characters. But right, this is going to be a dual affiliated bag. I mean, technically triple, right? Because we'll have Scott, Storm, and Cable. Are that's we going to have Scott, though? That's, Are we? That's, that's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know. I am just head over heels with that change affiliations tactical yeah. card that's coming for Scott because... His leadership late game is just could be incredible. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I think, too, crisis depending, you know, maybe Scott's one of your 10 games, you know, leadership. And that's a, that's right. that's his role. He's kind of like Tony Stark, Hulkbuster, where it's like, oh, 
one out of my 15 games, I play Hulkbuster as my leader instead of Steve or Sam. I think that's how we're going to treat Scott and this grouping of characters, but we'll see. He's the wild card. I think he got better, Chris. He got better with more models. I mean, like I said, Oh, oh, of course. Colossus is like up on the middle E and he's like taking power from Scott behind him and, you know, Mm -hmm. doing X slam over and over again. I mean, let's just make it happen. Something like that. X-Men Blue. I'm here for it. I am totally cool with being the first one to try it in any league settings, too. But I think we should maybe really start honing in on the crisis cards and the game plan. The only character I know for sure that's going in this bag is Storm. But, I mean, Cable and Scott will probably be in there as well. Triple leaders. Yeah, I can't sneak every character I want in. True. You'll have to keep me a little bit... uh, honest in this one well and we'll talk characters when we get there and we'll talk the affiliation list too because obviously this league brings a couple complications too in, in the form of there are new x-men out on tts but they're not out in the world yet so they don't they're not right. on affiliation lists yet you know it's pretty obvious we know rogue is an x-men member but it's like outside of that we actually don't know where she is we don't know if she's x-men we don't know if she's brotherhood these are interesting questions that i, I th- will be answered very shortly but starting with the secures chris because i think our goal of this list is to win secures and then obviously hopefully be up one point in extracts with first class on top of right. winning our secures so okay. my first thought when I think X-Men, you know, and this goes back to our episode of the podcast, if you can go back and listen to it. I think it's, we want to do potentially those B and D maps as an idea, maybe some E's, maybe some E's. But the first thought is, I think an auto-include, Mutant Madman turn City into Lethal Amusement Park because it's a B and almost every one of your characters has a physical defense of four and they can flip those real easily. I like 18 points. Yes, you do. I generally have pretty good luck on trap interacts as well. I'm you've sold me. I'm in. Well, and there's also another fun thing about the trap that kind of gets forgotten about during the cleanup phase. Each player controlling a trap, choosing any character within range two of each trap they control. The chosen character then suffers one damage and gains one power. Resolve each trap completely before moving on to the next. Now, what's fun about this, Chris, is I think we're going to take some healing factor characters. So even if you're not winning a trap, like say they flip it back. You can take a you can take a little ping here and there, you know, and then flip it right back with that high physical defense because you're a healing factor character. Jesse, you know damn well that mm-hmm. I love Wolverine. I love Laura Kenny. I love Honey Badger. I love Sabretooth. How dare you <laughs> dangle this in front of me? This carrot, this this goal list. How dare you dangle it in front of me? I have been told for a long time. That Logan is bad. That Sabretooth is bad. Sure. I don't believe it. I don't think they're the best fours, but I don't think they're bad. And I'm just way into constructing a list that could help make at least one of them shine. So, well, yes, my I, trap. I like some I like <laughs> some healing. I've activated your trap card. That's right. Because my goal was to get Logan into your list because I know you haven't played him in some time because you've been kind of been playing more the gun line X-Men. You know, I love him. Yeah. This time we're going to play, I think sort of a one V one melee X-Men. And like you said, maybe Scott is not involved. Time will tell. Well, I will say my play style. It has been hard to play gun line because my play style is jump in your face, rip them to pieces. If I could table uh, enemy, enemy uh, army armies in this game, I would. Yep. Uh, it's Next. just not a consistent enough 
strategy at this point with the X-Men to do. A lot more consistent with the X-Force. Uh, it's it's still tough because dice are so swingy in this game. But yeah, okay. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. But So if you're following along at home, we have one secure so far. Mutant Mad Men. It's a B-map. So moving on, Chris, anything that strikes your fancy? Because if not, I'm going to go straight to maybe the, the other B and we can just talk about it. Infinity Formula goes missing. Just to kind of keep your head in that B mindset. Exactly. But look, there's always demons downtown. Well, that's what I was thinking too, Chris. I'm thinking Demons Downtown and and our other B, Infinity Formula, is what I'm thinking. Because Infinity Formula, you're planting your feet on the four B points, just like you'd right. make them. But this one's just giving you more power. So if you are planting your feet somewhere with Logan or Laura, and you're not leaving that spot, which you shouldn't be with them, they're just gaining more power, and you're scoring with that as well. And I think it just keeps your mind on... The play style of this list, because something right. I learned playing MCP, unless you're just like a really, really, really practiced player, it's not fun playing a different shape on every one of your crises, on your secures, every one of your ex- extracts, every one of your secures. So I think if you can double up anywhere you can, it kind of helps you out in your play style. If that makes well, sense. Well, I agree with that 100%. And that's something that kind of doubles for me, like especially at a a tournament, an in-person tournament. Okay. Uh, I tend to kind of settle on a play style and roll it the whole day, whether it's the right idea or not. Mm. And uh, yeah, knowing that about myself, it's a good idea to keep my secures, like the things I'm trying to do to win a tournament vaguely similar. Okay. Another consideration, Chris, is one of the new objectives. Intrusions open across city as seals collapse. It's three dark portals in the shape of sea, so just like alien ship or something. Right. This comes with Dormammu. Players score one VP for each dark portal they're securing during the cleanup phase, and then the dark portals give you an interact, interact to dark portal. This character drops all objective tokens they're holding. If any, then roll a dice if the result is a hit, crit, or wild, or block. So everything but a skull or a blank places character within range one of another dark portal. Otherwise, if you rolled a skull or a, a blank, your opponent places this character within range one of a, a dark portal of their choice. After being placed, you take one damage. That's the downside. But what's fun about this is for someone like Logan. Well, even talk about a teleport. place for Sabretooth to shine here. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He would destroy coming through one of those portals, whether it be the right one or the wrong one. He's going to get some damage in. You know what I mean? I, I do know what you mean. And the question is with this thing, Chris, is like, do we take this or do we take Demons Downtown? Because they're both 19. So that's the same. Demons Downtown does incinerate your team and it's slow scoring. And I actually don't think you want slow, slow scoring. You want kind of mid-scoring? 100%. This is a mid-range list. I agree. Say you play a Spider Foes or a Black Order or even a Convocation with an Attrition Leaning, something I've been thinking a lot about lately, and you pull Demons, they're like, oh, great. We're playing a slow game. I get to kill more models. And I don't want to pull something that teams like that probably have in their bag anyway. You just nailed exactly what I was about to say. That's something Omnis has been talking about Mm -hmm. a lot on Omnis Protocol is like, He's like literally of the opinion, why would I take Demons Downtown or Hammers when everybody's taking it? Exactly. Like, I might as well force something that they're bad at, potentially. So, the only bad thing about this intrusions open is obviously not an objective you probably want to play against criminals or something, but 
We'll it's, roll the dice, baby. Yeah. Look, it's yeah. not about winning all the games. It's about no. having fun. And especially in this league, it's about just getting to know people in the community uh, and everything like that. Getting to know you guys. That's right. I'm not trying to bring my min max list. Let's let's roll with uh, <laughs> with intrusions just because it sounds fun. Well, and here's what we're going to do, Chris. We are going to min max, but we're going to min max this list with itself you know what i mean this list yeah we're not going to go with the highest percentage winning things we're going to fine-tune this idea and see how it performs and the ideas that we have at this list is similar to my guardians episode recently with omnis we were going to pick characters that can win 1v1s and stand on points well and you know intrusions is great at that because if you win a point you can teleport other to another point and reinforce your army over there so i think this is a good place to start with secure so if you're listening at home we have infinity formula goes missing that's a b and 17 we have intrusions that's a c and 19 and then we have mutant madman that's also a b and 18 threat so chris let's move on to extracts a strength of the x-men for sure oh yes because of first class now, what have been your favorite extracts to play as X-Men? I mean, I'm going to tell you, I know you've played Spider-Infected a lot. I'm thinking this I time. I hate it. It's not good. We don't want it because if we're going slower melee people this time, right? Not good. Now, Bingo. something we can strongly consider if we are going the healing factor out, which it seems like we are, and I'm very excited about that. Tried and true, fun, strong objective. The score's high. Struggle for the cube because you're going to yep. heal that damage back from the cubes and your opponent's not. So you're not getting a downside from it as much. And then your healing factor characters, presumably if you picked it up with healing factor characters, which you should, they're getting more power. Bingo. And I definitely, if we're talking about Laura Kinney, we're talking mm-hmm. about potentially Sabretooth. I'm going to keep saying his name to just get that okay. nugget into your brain. I just yep. want you to keep it there because I want an excuse. You know, <laughs> I'm that, I'm, I'm, not, I'm that crazy anti-hero that's just like, give me a reason. I like that. Yeah. It's to true. play Sabretooth. <laughs> so yeah, I love, I love that idea. I think we just locked that one then. I, I, I'm, I'm totally locked into that one. I want to stay away from spider infected. Definitely stay away from that because it, it pulls you different ways. Really hurts our Logan. So what about what about a wild card here? Mm-hmm. Because if I do if I lose my priority role and the opposing character chooses a secure, there's a strong chance that they're going to be playing a similar-ish list to mine. As in criminals, you know, something That's true. Uh, it, it, or Sam even. I need a plan against these folks. I need a plan for teams that are better at secures than I am, even though my team theoretically is very good at secures. But I want that monkey wrench. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, just talking about stuff out loud, scrolls is definitely out because it's slow. Yes. Yes. I know you played it a lot with your gunline list, and you've heard that in our battle report episode recently. But that slows the game down, and we don't want that. Yes, it does. We want you to score enough. Like We don't want you to... We, we don't want these games to all go six rounds because, like I said, if you play a Black Order player, you play a right. Spider-Foes player, that's what they want. So let's not do that. Same with Mutant Extremist right. target Senators because the Senators, same way, it, don't, it barely scores. Bingo. One guy. So those just get knocked out. I also don't think you want... 14 threat, but we can make it happen with Honey Badger now. Yes, we, we absolutely could build a weird list that gets played once and that's when I'm, you know, but 
I think you're wanting to play 18 threat though, Chris, like we talked about in the last so. thing. So I, I think 100%. it's hammers. I think it's hammers. So do we want to do hammers even though the opposing team will probably have them? You know, and that's one of those things. A lot of teams have hammers because no one really, it's not a huge downside for everybody, right? Now, the right. downside of our list is if, say, we take a bunch of healing factor cards, which seems like we're going to do. If someone has hammers, they're going to cost one more, right? That's the way the hammers work. Only downside of the hammers is your tactics cards cost one if that player, if that character with the hammer is playing the attack card. Now, of course, if a character without hammers is playing attack card, it's not increased in price at all. But I do say, Chris, you know, Logan's biggest issue is sometimes he hits like a three and sometimes he hits like a five. If he has hammers, he's probably hitting like his five side more often. And that's kind of what I'm thinking here. I mean, Laura with a hammer. Laura, Laura with a hammer. Sabretooth with a hammer. Even Storm, right? And a, and a I pickle. Mean, Storm, even Beast, about. if he makes it in. Oh, like I, I don't know. You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Domino with a hammer with the rapid fire rule. It's just there's a lot of positive ideas here for with hammers. And okay. let's just let's go ahead and lock it in because we know how it works. Even though it is a crisis that is played very very often, it makes sense here. We don't want to go. We don't want to fight the current. We want to become one with the current. We are Jedi. Uh, that's right. So I think we have two options left, Chris, because we kind of ruled out everything else. Technically three, if you want to do Montessi formula. But I was thinking about floating the idea to you, but I don't know, man. It feels like it would be have need too much of a different team from what we're trying to build. Yeah, I think if you're a little more swarmy, this would be better. And also too, right. like. I think your team has average energy defense, and that's something a lot of people don't think about when they think of Montessi Formula. Other than Storm, yeah. I guess Rogue, right? So it's like... Yeah, if she makes the cut, we'll see. I'm yeah. just kidding. Rogue's like, <laughs> Rogue's like an auto-include, come on. So I think we're down to two, which is, especially with the playstyle you're wanting to do, which is kind of attrition meets scoring, which I really mm-hmm. like. I think it's either Deadly Virus, which is a C again, so we're kind of in that same mindset, or it's Research Station, which is an E, once again, matching with your secures, right? We're kind of keeping that in tandem. So I say Research Station. This is that weird extract that's actually a secure. I've called this an extra secure in your deck, even though it's an extract, right? It's called an extract. It's red. This is the one with the scientist and the two helicarriers at either end, right? The research, the research station. So he's always there. He's in the middle of the map and the player that controls him, which is the player that has more people securing him, scores two VPs. So this is a very, this is a high scoring one, Chris. But also if the researcher, if the researcher moves every round and if the researcher is within range one of the evac point, they score more. So I think you like this one because we're talking about putting Cable, Wolverine, Sabretooth, all these people in our bag. And it's just like when the researcher objective is out, and this is something I'll say on this podcast, this is like a this is a hack to MCP in some ways. Uh-oh. Whatever the other secure is, it's less important than this extra. Huh. This because this is two points a turn and it starts snowballing, right? Because if you just keep getting it over and over again. I barely have experience with this with this extract. Everything you're saying is making sense. And also, I really like the idea of taking something I don't know super well and learning it. Well, here's also what's cool. This could stack with Mm -hmm. another E, like Demon's Downtown or something, right? And now we're talking about Honey Badger just being an absolutely absurd potential addition to this bag with so many clumping type of... Exactly. uh, Yeah, and we want clump because, of course, we've got... 
we're talking Wolverine, we're talking, we're talking Laura, we're talking, you know, and then characters behind them supporting and, and getting in some damage using their powers, things like that. But yeah, we're, we're talking about some physical beaters. Right. And this would just funnel everybody up. Right. E, right. So what's also interesting about this compared to like Terrigen Mist or some of these other ones. So Terrigen Mist, Chris, say I win a, one of the mists, then right. you get to move the mist. That's how the rules are. This one, during the power phase, the researcher may move. If a player is securing the researcher, so that's the player that just scored on the researcher, they can then place it within two of its current position. So it's like you can place it <laughs> still by your guys, but right. away from the opponent. So that's making the opponent move every turn and you're not moving. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. That plays right into my very king of the hill. everything I want. And this is a list that is built for that kind of play. So I'm in. Okay. Yeah, this is the one. Now we don't. Uh, I'm actually, I was going to say, we don't love 16, but I think you can handle 16. That's your lowest threat. If you can let me throw magic in there, I'll be able to handle it. I think we'll be able to find a place to fit oh, her in. That makes me so happy. I <laughs> think she is just, I love her kit. She doesn't fit everywhere, but I love her kit. Absolutely. She's she's super fun. I, I can't wait to try her soon. Yeah, we have our extracts now. We, uh, for yes. the listeners at home, we yes. have Struggle for the Cube Continues at 17 Threat. That is an F map. Fear grips the world as worthy terrorized citizens. Hammers, of course. That's a D, 18 threat. And we have Research Station Attacked, one of the newer crises. It is an E, and it is 16 threat, which is my lowest threat total. Right, and it's your only E, because we decide not on demons, we decide on intrusions right. instead. And I, I do like that. Say you got intrusions and your opponent had Research Station, right? Like you could teleport to the middle, right? And get mm -hmm. to by the research. Exactly. Station. So, interesting things happening here. Yeah, you're just going to have to study these shapes, Chris, on the board, essentially. Oh, I'm, I'm going to play... I'm going to get it in there, yeah. Okay, so let's move on to character cards. And oh, let's baby. start with our two leaders, Storm and Cable, just to keep it nice and clean. And and then we're going to go ahead, go ahead and add in Wolverine immediately, because... Yeah, we... Uh, we've I mean, him enough it's now. Just, exactly. We've... Trying to enable him in this list... If we're going to add Wolverine and we're doing this this thing, mm -hmm. we have to add X23. Yep. We have to have and with Honey X23, Badger, baby. It'll have Honey Badger. It's it's rock it's the new rocketing group. Oh, and I can't wait to exploit it. All right. So let's see what we have so far. So right now we have Storm, Cable, Wolverine, X23, and Honey Badger. That is five characters. Now, this is what we're coming into, what I mentioned earlier. We don't know if X23 and Honey Badger affiliated in, in what teams. But I'm hoping that is known by the start of the league. I think the community is pretty confident on the fact that X-23 will be Uncanny X-Men and probably X-Force, and Honey Badger will be X-Force. Right. And maybe X-Men. I mean, ideally, they're both both teams. And that your list just soars then. I mean, you're just your list is just off the charts. But this is a tough thing with play, playing with new characters because you're kind of in this weird spot where it's like, they won't be affiliated for the league. So you got to figure out, you've got your numbers right when you choose your threat and stuff, right. right? So we've got Storm Cable, Wolverine, X-23, and Honey Badger. I think we just need to add Deadpool in and get that three threat that's affiliated with both teams. You're right. I've, your time uh, to try him. I know. I've avoided playing him for so long, uh, but here we are. I mean... No, it's it fits. It's the right time. It makes sense. And let's just go ahead and grab beast like you said he might get taken out but let's grab him right. as another three threat that's affiliated and see what we're looking at so right now we have 
We have four three threats right now. Storm, X-23, Deadpool, and Beast. And here's what's cool, Chris. Something you and I talked about off mic with this, not even this list necessarily, because this this is a new creation we're coming up with right now, but we talked about the X-Men and the X-Force now potentially being able to go super wide. It's right. here. It's arrived. Let's Your bag's looking like it. Do it. <laughs> so, I mean, what? That means we need to talk about, are we foregoing Rogue? No. <laughs> okay. Well, we ha- I, I we I just got to know what we're working with here. Yeah, I know. I think we 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 definitely need another four, without a doubt. And I know you're leaning a little bit saber tooth, but we definitely have to take Rogue because I think she shores up Logan's weaknesses. Right? Saber tooth is a different Logan. Not only that, but she can just hold down a side of the map against almost anyone. Saber tooth yeah. can't do that. He just can't. That's our goal. So let's go through our characters so far, Chris. This is exciting. So Rogue has a physical defense of four. Deadpool has a, of three. Honey Badger of three. This is looking good. Fermion Madman, X-23 of three. Wolverine of four. So we have a very impressive Mutant Madman team just right here, right? Yes, we do. Beast is also a four. Very strong. So you're, you're, you're winning those traps 100% against other people. Now, this puts us at... Two fours, one five, one two, and four threes. I think we're tapped out on the threes, Chris, for sure. I bet we could cut someone for magic. Well, that's the question is, do we find a place for magic? And the only place I really see is it would have to be beast, replacing beast. Yeah. And I think we're in the same situation with magic. I could be wrong. Let me check real quick. But as of right now, she's, yeah, she's only affiliated with convocation. Okay. So... She is just going to have to happen in the future. Say you make the semifinals again. Yeah. That might be a time you switch to magic, especially if of you course. see some mystic trends. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll talk about things when it comes to that point, if we reach that point. But we will forgo magic for now. No more threes. Let me mention the X characters we have not talked about yet. I know you're very familiar with who they are, but right. I'm going to give them out to the listener. And, you know, we might throw in another three for this purpose because there's someone here who's very strong. It's Domino, but it's Cyclops, Domino, Jean Grey, Colossus, and Sabretooth. Those are the ones we haven't talked about yet. We have two slots left. I think Domino is a strong consideration because she's very both strong. Teams, both teams again, and she brings a lot of range to your team. Right, which we're, we're lacking. And that's something I want to talk about. What are we doing mm-hmm. in that those times that Cable is coming and storm is not exactly what does that game look like what are those situations well honestly probably when you're playing the researcher okay like when you're so, going up e or demons yeah. downtown right yep so that was that was in my head as well yeah i think immediately that means those teams start with cable and cable. domino yeah and you go from there deadpool or wolverine next because they're affiliated as well right so it's either a three or a four and then maybe Laura Honey Badger, right? You just kind of keep going right. that direction. I, Laura will be X-Force eventually. Right. And so we are at nine characters right now with adding in Domino. That does put us at our three threshold for sure, because we're at five yeah. threes. Now, I know you love Jean, Chris, and I so do I, but I don't know if she fits this team because we have Cable. I don't think she does. Right. That's the situation. You're playing scoring and attrition. You're not really playing control and... I think Cable just wins out. I agree. And I think that that means our last slot is probably going to need to be a 
two. I would agree because we're keeping our swarm options open, right? Right. So we've got a couple options, but I think probably the strongest two in the game right now. And this this might have sounded controversial months ago. Not not the case anymore. Actually, it wouldn't even been like that then. He was number two. It's Toad. You know it. Yep. He's just giving you that extracts insurance. You know how to play him. You're familiar with him. I do. Sometimes Slippery can just win you an entire game. Mm-hmm. I mean, case in point, like it happens uh, a lot. So I think Toad's a good idea be- because Honey Badger does not contribute to objectives. That's her weakness. She's a nebula. Yeah, she is a damage force for sure. But when we can bring her, she's going to be awesome. And, you know, maybe I bring both of them. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Toad's kind of your objective runner and she's right up in people's faces doing her reverse bodyguard, right? So I think this is a good place to start. And then we can tweak characters if we have to, you know, for instance, in this list, it's like we're leaning into the healing factor for sure. So it's like, there's possibilities with things like changing Deadpool to lizard, for instance. I was going to say, I'm pretty shocked that lizard is not in this list. And and Colossus is the other one I'm I'm kind exactly. of shocked isn't in the list. Yeah. Yeah, and Colossus is one of those things I'm really thinking he might should be in here. So I know. I know. I he is slow though, but I mean, we are kind of going all in on our Logan play. He might be a portal play only, you know? Mm, yeah. Which is fine. Now the question is if we do play Colossus, this is where it gets hard because we have two twos yeah. now. You know, we're keeping Rogue. We decided that. We're keeping Domino. We decided that. Uh, so I, I guess, yeah, Chris, it's probably I, Deadpool. Yeah. I, I, he gets I switched really... for Colossus or Lizard. Lizard would be the tankier version of the same role, kind of a healing factor three threat, or Colossus, which, you know, we're starting to stack up the new characters for you, Chris. I mean, this is, this is going to achieve some goals for you. Like you said, you're getting a lot of new reps, right? That's what I like. The downsides to Colossus over Lizard. Mm-hmm. Colossus doesn't have healing factor. He will he not have access access to the healing factor cards. Lizard will. But presumably you're taking two to three healing factor every game no matter what. So right. those and cards are going to be online. I agree. I agree. I just need, wanted to bring that up. But I do believe we need Colossus for affiliation. Right. If we're switching out Deadpool, right, we're going to need to keep someone right. for X-Force. Because we still don't know if Colossus is X-Men or not either but I'm sure he is. He will be, yeah. But right now, he's just X-Force. So he is 13 health, which is just craziness. Nuts. You know, and he does have the lizard reduced by one. This also opens us up to the fastball special. Absolutely. And I think we just got to move into tactics cards right away. Starting with, Chris, our two X-Force tactics cards that we're going to take. If we add the third, we'll add the third, but we'll see what our room's like. That's Cat and Mouse and Pretty Sneaky Sis. Cat and Mouse to give Cable that turn one teleport, Mm. especially on those E-maps. So he's immediately on the back E. He's ready to start double shooting. So good. It's always for Cable. And then Pretty Sneaky Sis. We know it. We love it. It's always good. During the power phase, any allied number of X-Force characters can spend two to play this card. Enemy characters must be within range two of characters that spent this to target them with attacks. It's a super stealth round. It's so nasty. It's really good. It just wrecks game plans. It does. So I think those go in immediately and we got to jump into our X-Men cards, Chris. Now, I know you and I, we never leave home without first class. Just never. Okay. So here's kind of the question now. 
Okay. It almost feels like I'm going to be mostly playing X-Force. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> I was it? you to say that. It does a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So how many of these, how many of these do we really want to bring if that's the case? Cause I mean, first class what is an auto include. To me, my X-Men is always always super nice especially when you're talking about so many melee characters that are a little bit slow yeah i will counter that though with though chris is this will be your first time not running double leader x-men so the to me my x-men's a little less versatile because oh you're right you're right it's only storm they can only move towards her and don't you're typically back capping with her right so right children of the atom yeah you and i have always loved children of the atom because it's free Free tax cards are awesome. And removing a crucial special condition like a stagger. Exactly. Incinerate on Demons Downtown can save you. Yeah. On a, on, on a Wolverine that is my front line and presumably doing a ton of my damage and eating a lot of damage. He's going to be targeted with with status effects quite often. Love it. I, I think it's the right play. So two X-Force, two X-Men. Right. And now, of course... We've been talking about doing this healing factor team, so we have to just go ahead and auto include exceptional healing. It's too amazing. It's it's too amazing when you have one or two healing factor characters. Right. If you have three, like we do, I mean, it, it's just going through the roof. And we almost mm-hmm. had four with Lizard, right? So right. it's one of those things. We're taking it. When an allied character with a healing factor superpower would be damaged by an enemy effect, it may spend three to play this card, reduce the amount of damage suffered down to just one. This will keep you alive. You use this on their second action, their second attack of the round. So Logan guarantees to live or Laura guarantees to live. And you get to go. And you get to do a bunch of damage to them because you're all teed up now. Now, Chris, this pairs extra well with Honey Badger because she has a Luke Cage bodyguard. This mm-hmm. is so annoying because now like you can bodyguard on Honey Badger to threat, which they already don't want to attack. And then she exceptionally healings to not die. Oh, what do you know? Laura gets a free move now. You can soak that massive, massive spender yeah. right on the Honey Badger. Ugh, and it. they know you're going to do it the whole time and they're mad about it. And love it. Ugh, yeah, it's it's brutal. Now, Chris, we got to bring a new card hot off the press. It's called the wolverines it's unaffiliated so this means this can be played in any team so of course our x-men team and our x-force teams james logan howlett and laura kenny may spend three each to play this card very expensive very expensive while james logan howlett and laura kenny are within two of each other they cannot be pushed or thrown by any effects they cannot they can they may re-roll any number of attack dice and after an attack targeting either of them is resolved the attacking character suffers one damage if it did not taser ko the target logan or laura this effect lasts until the end of the round this is a better bucky and sam it's nuts till the end of the line or of course bucky steve it's bucky captain america of some sort not being pushed great re-rolling attack dice on these characters insane nuts it's their only weakness right and getting little pings at the enemies really nice while you're healing factoring all the pings they give to you yeah it's it's gross i really foresee this being like a a round three just try to put the game away type card absolutely so chris that puts us at six tactics cards and i think we got to choose our two restricted right now so we can narrow down what our final two cards are and i think our restricted are going to be pretty simple i think one of them is brace for impact because a oh, weakness yeah. of our list is if people can throw Laura and Logan, they weigh a lot. Yes. And they can hurt our team members. So I think we take Brace for Impact. 
And, you know, med pack's the easy out, but I think the answer is field dressing. And I'll tell you this, because field dressing is exceptionally good on healing factor characters. I've had such a hard time it's a hard pulling card to do. off field dressing. I'm willing to bring it here to to try to keep testing and, and try to make it work. Because let's say Logan's days, right? Mm-hmm. You bring him back with field dressing. And always remember, Chris, you can field dress at the start of your activation before you go with Logan in this case. Okay. So this is like, this is where it gets heady. And so sure, let's say, sure. let's say Laura's by Logan alive. Logan was just days last turn. The start of your turn before you choose who you're going to go with. If Laura has four power, you can spin four power, bring Logan back to life. Now he's on one health from death. And now you can say, I choose to activate Logan. The only time you can't do that is when all your characters are dazed. That's illegal, obviously. Got it. But you can do this. And of course, it's exceptional on a healing factor character because... At the end of their activation, they will remove more. And especially Logan. Yeah, Logan heals more than most. And what's annoying about that is like, let's say he now gets on a point where he wants to be and does a bunch of damage with his strike. Well, now he's got exceptional healing online. So it's like a second death for this round for him, right? And it's just so oppressive. So I think I think we got to go field dressing. I know med pack's the easy one to do, and we could go field dressing med pack, but I feel like brace, I feel like you need brace. Don't you think, Chris? I mean, it's free, and yeah. you got some heavy characters. Yeah, brace is really strong with this list, and it's, once again, it's another one of those cards that your opponent sees and says, Oh, I have to bait him into getting to using that card before I can actually get rid of a character or spend all of this power I want to or reveal my true plans. Absolutely. So, Chris, now we can have a lot of fun. So, anything coming to your mind? We have two cards left. We could take probably, we could, we could take like one generic card. We could take a name card like Fastball Special. Fastball Special sounds so, so much fun. It does. It's only one, two to pay. I know. Right? And, you can you can round make one. it happen round one. Let's do it. Yes. Now we're at yes. nine. <laughs> well, I mean, and if you think about it, we're going to be running like those two in an X-Force list. It's That's probably so going to be something like like Demons Downtown or, or, or oh, yeah. what have you. And you that's know, Fastball. That, exactly. The, that is when you bring out Fastball Special. Now, Chris, a couple of ones off the top of the head. You know, you could play... Grievous Wounds. You could play Disarm. Like these are these are good generic cards. I think this last card definitely needs to be a generic card. But we got to keep our team in mind, right? We got to keep what our team's doing, what our team lacks. There's also a new card that's probably going to be in every list for a while, <laughs> called Indomitable. It comes with Colossus. It's oh a reactive card. When an allied character will be thrown or pushed by an enemy effect, it may spin two to play this card. The allied character is now not thrown or pushed. Seems good for Logan. What do you, what do you know? Also, this card seems good for every team in the game, but yeah. this is a Web Warrior insurance card, 100%. That's one of the teams I'm worried about, yeah. Wakanda insurance, right? This is, uh, I think you take this maybe because it's just generically good. I mean, Disarm's generically good, but I feel like our goal is to stand on points and never get taken off those points, whether it exactly. be from we're not wanting to get days. That's why we have field dressing and exceptional healing. We're not wanting to be pushed off stuff. That's another reason why we're taking brace. You know, I think this is a good one. Look, I'm 100% and it makes perfect sense with what we're trying to do. I was kind of envisioning a more killy list. This is pretty killy though. No, this is super killy. I wanted to go more, but 
I'm really, really happy with where we're at on this. And mm. Indomitable is one of the last pieces to really try to combat, like, uh, like you said, Web Warriors, something like that. Just disruption. Because that's going to be the hardest thing to deal with is characters mm. that can disrupt me. Like, like a gene that could activate my Logan and move him away from a point. You know, right. things like that. That's just really going to eat into my my game plan. Well, and here's what's cool. Our fun cards, obviously, are the Wolverines and Fastball Special. Yeah. I don't think you're probably ever going to take those two cards in one match. So that's good. That's a sign that these are like flex cards. Right. And we're also never going to take our two X-Men cards and our two X-Force cards because, of course, we're going to play one right. of the other teams. So it's it's pretty natural what we got going on here. It looks like you could play one or two of your leadership cards, your two restricted cards every time, mm-hmm. exceptional healing every time. Right. And you know, either take your second leadership card or take one of these generic cards or take one of these named character cards. And you've kind of got your thing. And I kind of love that where it's like, every time you play X-Men, you're going to play brace field dressing first class. And you go from there, you know, first class, you got three, right? And then every time you're going to play X-Force, you you know, if you're playing an E-Map, you're going to play cat and mouse and maybe sneaky sis, right? Playing an E-Map, you're not going to play cat and mouse. Maybe you're just going to play sneaky sis. And you got you're too restricted and you kind of go from there. So just for the listeners at home, we have Cat and Mouse, which is X-Force, Pretty Sneaky Sis, which is X-Force, First Class and Children of the Atom, which are X-Men. Then we have Wolverines, which is James and Laura. We have Exceptional Healing, which is all our healing factor characters. And then we have Fastball Special, which is Colossus and Wolverine. And to close it out, Chris has his two restricted cards, Brace for Impact and Field Dressing. And then we have... Indomitable, indomitable. As our final one of the newer cards, Jesse. Easy, easy for it to slip. I'm just, I'm it's very strong. excited. This feels like the best list we could put together to execute this game plan. I don't really know how this is going to play out. We got a lot of new characters here, so I'm very excited to see how this game plan is going to work and if we can bring some viability to the Wolverines and Sabretooths of the world yeah and there's a lot of things where it's like if colossus doesn't work you can easily switch them out for a lizard or a saber tooth get more healing factor in your list and then cut fastball special for another generic card like there's a lot of things to clean this up but chris i think i think this is maybe your best x-men list yet because what i like about it is your x-men lists before were generalist lists they this were, and they. This has like a focus. This has like a very tight focus, you know. I have been very much just playing whatever strikes my fancy when it comes That's to true. the X Men, and this will be my actual. Yeah, this is one of my first MCP lists built to win in a competitive environment, semi-competitive environment. Yeah, that's the point of this league, too. Is we're having fun. Yeah, it's not exactly. fully competitive. This genuinely feels like we're kind of. We're just testing here, and I couldn't be more excited. Well, and the best part of our league, Chris, and you know, this is we get to talk fun like this on this feed for this very purpose and talk directly to the patrons. I think my favorite thing about our league is like it's extremely high level competitive games. I know, man, but it's fun lists, right? Yeah, and I like to encourage that. Yeah, especially, and you'll you'll notice when when people ask about what that is, I'll say that in in the secret or chat just man bring something fun i don't want to see your lvo sam swarm you know and if any of you guys are playing sam swarm do it man just rock it don't listen to me but it's all about the triple avengers now yeah dude that sounds so (laughs) sounds very cool i mean sam is still great but it's like the code has been cracked chris now it's like truly the the strength of 
I am mono Avengers with three leaders. I'm all Avengers. I everything Avengers like I and I react to you and that should be the Avengers, right? We've always talked about 100 the team. That's their strength as a team. You're kind of going a aggro X force plant your feet, win points. And like what I like about your list is if you spike on dice, you're going to win. And if you hit dice on average or even below average, you're still probably going to win if you're playing the objectives and not leaving them. And that's a pretty cool place to be in with X-Force and Healing Factor people who are just punch hard. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how Colossus performs. That That's the big question, right? <laughs> yeah. I love well, the man. I love him. Me but. too. I hope he's good in this game. We know Rogue is a beast and you're probably taking her almost every time. game yeah yeah at both teams right oh 100 because with the storm hop and the cover she's insane and with cables reroll she's insane so she's just a good model but now that we built your list chris let's dig in a little bit to what we're going to build with threat because that's where it gets interesting okay that's where it okay. gets hard and you know if we are leaning mainly into x-force which i think we should be You've kind of mastered the hop now, so I think you need to start mastering the X-Force and the way they play. Yeah, probably. And with that in mind, let's start building some lists. So the possibilities of threat for you from your crises are 16 to 19 in right. order. 16, 17, 18, 19. Now, of course, someone could force you on 14. Of course, someone could force you on 20. You're not going to have a problem with 20. No. Let's look at 14, though. What would you build at 14? And that would that be an X-Men team? That's an X-Men team. So, yeah, that's going to look like a Storm. X-23, Beast, Honey Badger. What's that put us at? That's 9, 11. So that's one more three. So you throw you throw Domino, Domino in there, baby. Yeah. That's, that's, that's wide. That's, yeah. And it's good, too. Storm, X-23, Beast, Honey Badger, Domino. You're five wide at 14? Yeah. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> but why not? You know, I've yeah, still got awesome. two two healing factor characters in there i've got a lot of movement with the storm hop i've got access to i don't have wolverines because that's a game winning card but i would have mm, the cards are a little tough here aren't they first class children of the atom for sure brace Mm -hmm. for impact field dressing for sure so probably indomitable yeah yeah it's the only one that really makes sense it's gonna work every game every every single game in this an MCP. So yeah, I, I think that's what I would do at 14 threat. So let's bump it up to 15. So if you went 15, would you just turn you turn somebody into, into Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah, Beast into Wolverine or 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 Domino and Wolverine, depending on what the matchup is. It probably Beast, but yeah. And that would give you access to Wolverines, which you would now slot in instead of Indomitable if the if the conditions are right, if it's a good uh, secure for it. Let's see if 15 is possible with X-Force. I think it is. So Cable is five. Okay. Then we add Domino. We're at eight. We have seven left. So a four and a three. Rogue and a three. Well, the three would have... Are you affiliated then? So until we know if Laura's X-Force or not, it would have to be Colossus instead of yeah. Rogue. And then any three of your choice. Right. So, I mean, I mean, probably... X-23, even if she isn't yeah. affiliated, which she probably will be. And people are really thinking, Chris, that like Colossus's best spot is X-Force. And I'm, I'm oh, seeing I that it. too, a little bit. Yeah, I, I could see that. The big bummer about that is no fastball special. But at 16, you turn Laura into Wolverine and you yeah. have access to the fastball special. And you still have Domino, you still have Cable. Exactly. Yeah. 
this is looking good. So, so what'd be your 16 X-Men team? Of course, we're taking Storm and Rogue every time, right? Yeah. So that's seven. Um, at 16, gee, what are you going to want to do at 16? That'd be nine points left, right? If you mm-hmm. went Rogue and Storm, which I think we're going to try to go every game. So you probably, probably do Beast. That's 10. So what do you do? Do you do Wolverine and Honey Badger or do you do like uh, X-23 and Domino? Yeah, I think you just, anytime you take X-23, you probably take her. She's just the slightly more consistent Logan, as funny as that sounds. Because, you know, we got to remember, Chris, she has Healing Factor 2 as well as a three threat. I she forget hits a little that. Less hard. I really, I really do forget that. Yeah, we are enabling Logan with this list, and this will be the most enabled Logan's ever been. Potentially, we didn't take his pounds card. No, and and we don't have Scott to move him. Yeah, outside of his activated turn, mm-hmm. but otherwise, just play style. This is it. Couldn't get better for him. But I think well, even with that in mind, every time we can take Laura, we're going to take Laura. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like Laura and Honey Badger, we're going to take as that rocket and group package, the five threat. Right. And then if we can fit Logan in as well, we'll do that. Now, what's interesting, Chris, is like, let's say you play a team that has no mystic attacks whatsoever, because that is a weakness of your team, is playing a big mystic team. Well, yeah, then then get Logan and Laura, and then maybe even Ooh. Honey Badger too, right? And just like go to town, because you're going to win. Like if they're a beater team as well, like you're just going to win. It's true. You're so, you're so tanky and you hit harder than most tanky physical characters. So it's interesting. I, I like what we're doing here. There's a lot going on. I love that Rogue's like one of the centerpieces where it's like she's an all arounder. Mm-hmm. Colossus is our specialist for Logan's mm-hmm. our other specialist for, but we're going to take X-23 every game we can in both teams because she's 100%. incredible with Storm Hop. She's incredible with X-Force consistency, right? right? And if X-23 is in, Honey Badger's in. Yeah, like X-23 has Pierce and Bleed on all of her stuff. And it's like... I, I know, it's insane. You can re-roll into a wild and <laughs> things change dramatically. It's like it's like a net of two, right? Because you get a Pierce. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on here. All right, Chris. So we've talked about that threat level. I think we got to move on to the high threats. 18, 19s, and 20s. Because, you know, funny enough, you didn't choose Demons Downtown, which I think you shouldn't because we want to keep your defenses high in these characters. Right. But if you get forced on that, you know... We know where this is going to go. This is going to go. It's Cable's time to shine. That's 19 threat. So let's talk about your Demons Downtown team. So let's talk about Cable starting off. Let's auto. Let's go to our auto includes. X-23, Honey Badger. We are now at 10. Rogue brings us up to 15. Mm, And then I think you throw in Wolverine for affiliation. Yeah, or Colossus. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, Colossus might be the better choice there. Bodyguard. He's got bodyguard. It feels weird leaving Domino out. It does feel weird leaving Domino out. Is there a way we can get her in? Let's go. Cable, X-23, Domino. That's 11. We have it eight is. left. You do. Rogue, Colossus. Oh, that's nasty, brother. Rogue, Rogue Wolverine. I mean, you're just kind of going all in on... I mean, you're just like, oh, we got Demons Downtown and the, re- and the yeah. Researcher. My, from my deck, the Researcher? Exactly. Okay, that's exactly. your team right there. Like, you're just bodying that. 100%. Yeah. And Health. Cable is just picking everybody off. And he's passing out incinerates like mm-hmm. candy. And Rogue is cleaning house with Laura. And then Colossus is bodyguarding, standing his ground on that Researcher. Because that's what he wants to do. Domino is just doing Domino stuff. Yeah. Passing out more incinerates, shooting her guns. Oh. Uh, 
yeah, really good. And that's probably the game you definitely take Indomitable too, because you're such a tight yeah, space for sure. With everybody locked in. Yeah, you take Indomitable over the fastball special. Unfortunately, do you want Cat and Mouse? Well, we won't take fastball special that because no Logan. Uh, do we want Cat and Mouse? Yeah, sure. probably. Yeah, so. you want Cat and Mouse and uh, and Sneaky Sis. Yeah, just have Cable yeah. immediately on that back point of the E after Cat and Mouse. Dominables are flex. Yeah, if we need it, right? And if, well, we, if we go pretty sneaky, says cat and mouse, exceptional healing, brace, and field dressing, that's five, right? But if you got rid of pretty sneaky, says indomitable, right? And see, I like this, Chris. Like, I like that we're not normally could you play mono uncanny X Men. Normally, it's like you have your X Men cards and then all the rest are generic cards. So we kind of right. lean in the strat of we always know we're going to take a leadership card, we always know we're going to take our restricted cards. We'll yeah, flex we, the last couple. That's and it. And we went we went into flex picks. Now I want to talk about what about when I see certain lists across from me. Good questions because I have a list I'm worried about. Please tell me what list you're worried about. What do I need to be ready for? I have an I, I have an idea of what it is, but I want to know from from the professional's mouth. Well, my goal this season is to play characters I've never played and play a team I've never played, and that's a true mm-hmm. statement. And that team I've landed on is only one team that I haven't really played or play, characters I've played on the team. I've still never played Sin Cabal, but I've played some of the members of that team, right? So I was like, right. what's a team I can play that has new members and a new leadership that I've never played? Well, it's the team we've been talking about since the start of the show, Chris, that I've always wanted to play. It's the mage team. It's convocation. I'm finally doing it. I'm happy for you. Pushing me. I love it. I know. And you've been pushing me on this exceptional healing team. I used to kind of scoff at it a little bit, but that's true. I mean, I'm all in on this. I'm very excited for it. We'll see how it performs. But so the irony, (laughs) you're going to wipe the floor with me if we if we match up more than likely. But also you can tell your you can tell yourself too. Okay, this is a game. I'm going least amount of Wolverines as possible, right? right? If it's an all mystic team, it just makes sense. And that's fine. You can go least amount of characters. Wolverines as possible. That's hilarious. Well, and also like rogue is terrifying to my team because like yeah. the convocation people do not like being thrown around. That's their weakness. Then they they have horrible physical defense. Rogue can just like ruin their day, throw them into each other. That's definitely yeah. somewhere I want to take cable to for those extra defense dice when possible. Buff up the team. Right. And passing out incinerates. We haven't talked about that yet. How strong your team is. These characters individually holding their ground. Mm-hmm. And then you add a super support like Cable on top of that. And everybody's clumped. And like you are just like so defensive and you hit hard back. Like that's the fun part of this list is like you are aggro, but it's aggro back at them. You know, it's a very Wolverine thing. It's a very it is. character thing. The, the one thing I've got to worry about really is one activation flips. Mm. You know, because if uh, if if Laura gets gets flipped round two off of some really good rolls, it happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens, and it's gonna happen. And she never, you know, gets to activate and do the healing factor thing and all that stuff. Now, but hopefully, I I throw out exceptional healing, yada yada. Field but yeah, this is why field dressing. Exactly. Yeah. I have those backups for it, but that is really kind of the big weakness or not the big weakness but that's something i am worried about yeah but you got ways around it like this list is going to take a lot of reps chris where it's like oh absolutely badger has the reverse bodyguard colossus has the bodyguard you have exceptional healing you have field dressing you have brace for impact you have ways to not lose characters at all points of the game and it's a question of like 
your turn zero and positioning, you know? And Let's talk about that. Before we talk about that, are there any other teams you worried about? You obviously convocation because it's high. I'm always team. worried about Sam. Black Order. Uh, no, I'm always worried about the Sam's Avengers. Okay. I haven't figured out how to beat that team yet. Other than just try to eliminate Sam, which doesn't work very well. Obviously eliminate Sam and do not daze them without a plan, right? And I think that's why this list might be better than your old X-Men list against Sam, because you're forcing them to come to you. That's true. Like, let's say you first classed and got three cubes and your opponent got two. You're already up. You're already winning. And now you're back capping your back B points because you chose the B objectives. Okay. You're winning the game for a while. And the Sam player has to come to you. So now when the Sam player comes to you, that's the better way to engage Sam because it's like, oh, you sent whoever at me, Bucky, whatever. I'll daze him, give you free triggers and all that stuff. But like, I'm going to focus fire Bucky, move on to someone else. I'm not going to split, you know what I mean? Not split your like multiple dazes. And that's because they really don't hit hard. And that's that's their weakness. You got to watch out for Iron Fist. But yeah, they don't hit very hard. And and you're so tanky and you've got healing factor on top of being tanky, on top of reductions, on top of cards that like... As long as you don't like play too aggressive, make them fight you, like you're gonna you're gonna win these one v ones. We keep talking about it, and that's the goal of this list, win those one v ones. On top of that, you've got bodyguards, you've got free movement with Honey Badger next twenty three from their sister like combo. So ridiculous, dude. I cannot wait to get them on the table and figure them out. Yeah, so it's like, Sam, do you really want to throw your shield at Laura and deal a damage to her? Honey Badger gets a free move. Like, like you know what I mean? Or Laura gets a free move towards Honey Badger, vice versa. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. Uh, you can use them, Chris and Louise. I've been thinking about this, where you like put them kind of always like parallel to each other around mm-hmm. the secure objective, right? Mm-hmm. And like whatever one you attack, they're going to get free movement and kind of stay in position on the objective, but also get free attacks on you potentially. So I'm really liking this list. I think, yeah, Sam's is strong, but I don't think it's a weakness for you. I, I think I'm just used to playing lists where I I am weak against it, and so I'm over overvaluing the strength now there's also criminals and there's yep. the web warriors yeah two of the strongest teams in the game exactly i'm gonna see them both web warriors just one lvo awesome web warriors with black order splash oh that's a very cool list i have not caught up on my lvo news yet my work weekend was nuts but profitable so we're happy with it that's exciting guess what was third chris i have no idea i want it to be a force but it's not mono Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, congratulations, Jesse. How does that <laughs> make you excited. feel? I feel excited. I mean, it just they're good. I mean, it makes I, me happy. I wonder if uh, you and Omnis's episode had any influence on that list. No? I don't think so, because it was more my traditional Guardians teams, not the new version that me and Omnis made. And you know, the Omnis episode, that is more like what we're doing today. Like yes. everything me and Amos said in that episode, that's what you want to do today on this list. Right. But I think you're better at it even than our Guardians list was. So potentially. Well, we'll see. So Web Warriors. Okay. You're right. That is a problem yeah. because they can move you off points and they cannot fight you. Now, you're okay with that though because they can't really kill you. If we get the right objectives, we're okay. And you're with bringing that. Indomitable. Every exactly. Time. Indomitable's coming, but it's just then it's a matter of reps and finding the right time for Indomitable. You but also yes. know who ruins the Web Warriors' day. It's Cable, shockingly. It because is Cable. No, because they have incinerate shooting him. <laughs> he can hit them from everywhere. He can hit them from everywhere, and they start going down quick when they have incinerates because yeah. 
you lose efficacy with Miles Leadership and Spider Sense when you have less dice. You just can't, you can't do enough rerolls. Great right? use of the word efficacy there. Thank excellent, you. excellent. I think Cable's a good bet. And then obviously Cable 2 like kind of guarantees your team survives the all webbed up turn because you just save all your power for Cable Shields that turn. You don't do anything else with him spender wise. Like it's all about keeping your team alive because that is the turn where they actually hit hard. That's the only turn of the game where they hit hard. True. But guess what you have too in your bag? If you're a storm team, you have children of Adam. Get rid of those I slows. Do. Get rid of those slows and, and you're not affected by the all webbed up turn. So there's things you can do there. Obviously, those are some of the strongest teams in the game. Black Order, Web Warriors, Sam Avengers with Plex and the Steve Avengers. Black Order seems obvious. Just turtle up and try to outscore them before they can kill anybody. Yeah. And like try to isolate like Proxima or something, right? Like, yeah. Be ready with exceptional healing. Be ready with field dressing. Yeah. Yeah. Save your power, right? For those cards. Bingo. Now, something else we could see this league, because it was all Aurelio, no surprises here, Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. So something that's a little bit scary about them, Chris, for you, but here's the inverse. Here's what's super cool. They have more access to energy and mystic attacks than most teams in the game, yes. but they have not very good physical defense. That's their downside. They're the one team that doesn't have very good physical defense. So Just avoid Luke, right? Yeah. So it's like you hit them hard, but they hit you hard because your best is physical, right? And they're, your best defense is physical. Your best attacks are physical. Their worst attacks are physical. Their, their worst defense is physical, but they also have mystic stuff like blades, well, holy yeah. water dipped katanas, which always freak people out that they're mystic. And I'm like, no, the oh, theme is there. So cool, right? <laughs> like this katana's hitting for mystic. I can't wait for the Midnight Suns to die down a little bit in popularity so I can feel good about playing them because Me too. I want to get that team on the table. I love that team. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, uh, I have more ways to nullify the damage they hit me with, I think, and I have more healing. Probably so, yeah. The, their place is obviously tough, like the the bump in the night. Yeah, and it just comes down to a lot of it is trying not to give Ghost Rider that big reset, you know, that big uh, eat somebody and come back, coming back to life. Deal with the devil, that, yeah. That Ultron, yeah, deal with the devil, that's the one. Sorry, I'm a few beers in, boys. It's all good. I think Rogue is your answer to a lot of their team, too, so I think mm-hmm. you can handle that. And we're seeing a theme here. Rogue? Rogue. She's going to be in all your She's teams. insane, man. And what's funny is we didn't take any of her cards. You know, her cards are good, but like they don't, she's doing enough on our team without her cards. Yeah. The, the cards are laser focused in on what we're trying to do. Rogue is a super sub in this list, not the focus of the list. She, yeah. I, I love basketball. She is, she mm. is the player that keeps the ball moving, wins that one-on-one battle on the side, whatever, you know, goes at whoever to try to, you know, steal their power, you know, mm-hmm. Thanos of the black, you know, keep Thanos's power down, just throw her at him, just Love do it. it or Corvus, whatever. But um, yeah, man, she's not the focus of this list. And I will build lists where she is the focus. Like, we'll get there. We'll get to that rogue is the only physical character. And it is just a gun line with Gambit, yeah. Cable, Psyche, uh, whoever else is coming to the game you know just you name it we'll get to that list it's gonna happen but for this list i am extremely happy with the flex picks the way the focus is enabling wolverine enabling i mean this is this is really just kind of a 
an arrival party for Laura, too. Yeah. We're taking her more than Logan. We 100%. Yeah. Yeah. This list is her and Honey Badger's kind of, what was it in the Victorian age, the, the uh, debutante's ball, their introduction to society? That's right. That's kind of what we're going nice here. Reference. Thanks, man. I have an English degree. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, telling, I'm telling the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Yeah, this is good. Kind of a daddy's day out list here, you know. We got the yeah, whole family. I know, the, man. The Logan I know. family. Dude, I cannot wait. I just I know it's probably gonna take twenty threat for it to happen, but to get Wolverines to be able to play that card yeah. in this in this season of the Secret Wars, that is my goal. I can't wait. Someone put you on Gamma Wave, you, you you cap that back gamma wave with both of them. You're not going anywhere. You're scoring all those points. Oh yeah, oh, I'm just goodness. taking I'm taking them right to their back wave. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. I'm blowing every card to get there. Yeah. It'll work. Now, Chris, we've kind of talked through a lot of the the things that might happen, things we're worried about, things you're excited about. Something that it's come up that I've that I've realized now. And let's let's see what you think about this. Uh-oh. Not once in any of our team buildings, not once was Toad picked. Not once. Or mentioned. Do you Excellent think we need a point. second two? No, let's get spicy. Get out of here, Toad. <laughs> Do we just want to put another three or four, right? Just That's kind of a sub. What if you let me put in Gene? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. No, but honestly, y- you no. know who should go here, right? Is Zemo. Of course. Glad you I mentioned mean, it. It's lame. It's easy, so that's why we're not going to do it. But that's who should go here. Who are we say putting we here? No, because let me talk you into Black Cat. Okay, we could do Black Cat, and that's extremely strong. Actually, she was in almost like every winning list at Lailvio. Of course, so no, no surprise there. She's nuts, and I said that. I said that on our on the episode where she got broken in news, and mm-hmm. I never got credit from it for it from all the cool folks. But it's I true. said how strong she is. And I know that uh, I know the uh, the smarter folks. I mean, they're better at the game than I am. But I was right on this one, and I'm going. I'm I'm going down with the ship. Okay, so Black Cat for our X Men team. She's my answer to the Criminal Syndicate, as well as insurance mm-hmm. against the Web Warriors. Are you talking about like chasing someone down, taking them? I am talking about chasing down an extract, making sure that I'm securing like. Winning the secures, and she is the insurance on making sure I get that one extra extract or that one whatever it is. Mm-hmm. She's the insurance on helping me keep that point advantage and hopefully winning the game on round four. I like it. Yeah, you sold me. I mean, it was either going to be Black Cat or Zemo, 100%. Well, there of course. no doubt in my mind. Or even Lizard. But like the thing with Zemo is like... He is so good at X-Force, Chris. It's ridiculous. Oh, I know, dude. Rerolls on top of rerolls. He's insane. And and that's happened to me. I've been decimated by him in games. In X-Force? In X-Force. Yeah. Dennis. <laughs> Not just Dennis. But yes, I just really feel like she shores up something I'm worried about. And that is okay. just falling behind on the extract and not being able to catch up. She's our biggest flex, honestly, because she only would be the in. biggest flex. She would maybe get one game and it's going to be something like I, something wild that I can't even I don't even know yet. But I mean, probably a wide X-Men game with a bunch of objectives mm-hmm. to pick up. Exactly. That's where you take her because you're not taking Wolverine in that game. So, nope. OK, I like that a lot. 
so yeah, I just something that came up. I, I know we're in a weird spot with Honey Badger not being able to contest objectives or pick them up, but I'm also like, you know, this is the time to try, Chris. And and I think you're maximizing Honey Badger to the fullest potential because you're playing a healing factor list with healing factor cards and two teams that she's potentially in that she likes being in, even if she's not in. And she's there with her big sis. And Laura's good everywhere, but Honey Badger has to be with Laura. And it's it's sort of the reverse Rocket and Groot. This is a good way to think of it, Chris, where it's like Rocket can kind of go everywhere, but he doesn't always go everywhere. But Rocket and Groot together are forced to be reckoned with. Unfortunately, Groot's usually not anywhere without Rocket. And it's kind of the same with Honey Badger. Here's the thing. I think that these two are a five-point character. Yeah. Rocket and Groot. Even more than that, yeah. It's just they're an offensive dynamo. It's it I don't know. They're they're a weird they're kind of the in between between Rocket and Groot and Corvus and Proxima, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean Honey Badger's a weird mix of Nebula and Okoye, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Very that, cool. Like I'm just versatility of Okoye and the damage of Nebula. Okay. Okay. Got my attention. I'm very excited about the potential that Honey Badger has in this. And it's gonna take reps. Yeah, and she'll melt. She'll melt times too. Oh, she'll just melt, and that's fine. Uh, I, I'm going to get her in there, and we're going to figure it out. I have a sneaking suspicion that she's going to be a little bit better in the storm list, just because of the the you know the storm shroud. We'll see. Yeah, and I kind of feel like that's going to be a really strong thing to pull out against you know kind of gunline teams too just to that little added survivability force them to come even closer into me to you know healing factor and i'm getting an automatic block because of cover that's that's gross let's also not forget why honey badger is so great number one is too dangerous to ignore it costs two power it's the luke cage bodyguard if honey badger's within range two of an enemy when that enemy attacks anyone you can choose for that enemy to attack Honey Badger. Now, Chris, I think this is your goal every game is to get Honey Badger dazed and KO'd. Like, seriously. I agree. I agree. Because since she can't contest objectives, like it's almost like extra health for Laura or Logan or Rogue or whoever. And then on top of that, you have Colossus, which which is the normal bodyguard, which is more powerful, which is like bodyguard from other games or, or Guardian from right. Star Wars Legion. Right. And bet- you've got all this clumped together and your opponent does not know who to attack. And that's super cool. Ankle biter. G- Gabriella has ankle biter, which is incinerate without a token. So gross for all the enemies with you know within a like small range of her, but still, right. it's like she is down there cutting those ankles off. <laughs> the fact that our secures are so good, and the fact that one of our extracts is actually secure just yeah. plays right into honey badger plays right into laura even into wolverine this list is just a a synergistic masterpiece i hope so chris other than black cat sh- i mean it should be zemo but i don't care it should be zemo but that's okay now here's i think here's how turn zero goes for you chris i think you deploy honey badger first because it doesn't show anything to them honestly Ooh, okay. other than maybe where laura's gonna be on a flank and then you deploy Laura on a flank, and they they just kind of know those two are going to be over there. That's fine. You've kind of given yourself two delays of turn zero, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be either Rogue or Logan on the other flank. This is on the split maps, the Bs and Ds. And then, right. once again, you try to match their threat with your threat. So it's like, if they're going high threat on one side, you make sure you're the threat you have is going to equally match them. So it's a good rule of thumb. But like you could do something weird where it's like, 
Honey Badger and Laura are on your safe flank for a turn, but then they move into the enemy's one, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have someone like Storm or Domino or whoever capping the back safe one, right? For a little bit. Exactly. And then same with Logan. You move Logan into their team too, eventually, and he's sitting on their point. And then you have Rogue as a floater. Like Rogue has flight. She's got charge. She can get places she wants to go. And she's just going where the biggest threat is, right? And then you have Storm, super safe, scoring, or Cable, right. you know, similar situation, supporting the team. But it's one of those things like, and Beast, of course, is doing Beast things. He's throwing people and picking up objectives all game. And that is something I need to do better about with Beast is I need to be throwing more. Striking, throwing, moving, right? Those are his main tenets. I'm really bad about falling into using the animalistic freestyle spender Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. instead of just save it for a throw and save it for stars and garters for for the defense. Yeah, and just not doing anything but the acrobatic strike. Yeah, and he's fast, Chris. He's like Lizard, right? Very he, fast. He's a medium base with a medium move. With the Storm Hop, it's insane, too. With the Storm Hop, and on top of that, he also has a place from his right. ambush that he has to do. He has no choice, and the animal takes over, so he gets a lot of movement, so that's what you use him for. Now, Little Sis and Big Sis is range three bubble, Chris, so keep Laura and Honey Badger within range three of each other. I'm pretty good at bubbles. And then they get to move medium. It's so insane. Towards the other one, you know, when the other so one's cool, man. damaged. So it's it's really <laughs> neat. And you know, what's fun about that with Honey Badger is you can always position her as this incinerate bubble that way. Mm-hmm. If they're attacking Laura, Honey Badger's getting free movement and she's a little mini incinerate bubble. So keep that in mind. Now, I think what's cool about our list is we have Domino. She truly is our, like, she's a support in a lot of weird ways because she brings energy, which we don't have. And she brings, like, incinerates and stuns and stuff. And she's super consistent with her dice. So you just have Domino, like, shooting from the back, adding other damage type, doing stuff. But, like, Chris, like, you have a throw on Colossus. You have a throw on Beast. You have a throw on Rogue on one of the best spinners yep. in the game. Yep. There's so much going on. I mean, Logan has a throw on his Berserker Barrage, right? Yeah. You have the throws. Like, you can hold points no matter what. So, it's just a matter of turn zero with this list. I think it's all turn zero and, like, and then learning the reps as you go with of these course. characters. Of course. Like, let's be honest. You've got a lot of new characters for you, which is very exciting. I know, you, I know you've been dabbling. I love it. But you've got X-23, Honey Badger, Rogue, kind of new. Domino, you've, 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 fully caught up on domino but then you've got colossus and black cat like in the way of reps right like just new 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 so this is this is a new list for you that's what's exciting like you're playing x-men but it's it's, it's, it's very new. exciting yeah i've pretty much only done gunline with x-men i think you've played scott every game mostly i really like him <laughs> like he's good he's good and fun yeah he's good and fun yes it's the fun part that really ticks the box over for me but yeah i think this list is going to be very fun because as as the after dark listeners know you and i played mobas together for so long we know how the other likes to play games and you know (laughs) that i like to be very much up in the face and aggro i like to be the one making the the decisions on pacing of the game where we're going to fight things like that and and really pushing that forward with the characters i pick and this, this list plays right into that. Yeah, and that's the direction I've been trying to push Chris for a long time, listeners. Well, sure, into this, sure. Into this X-Force sort of 
melee centric route because obviously the gunline X-Men was one of the strongest X-Men lists for a while, but we're kind of in a new age of X where it's like no one knows what's best for X-Force or X-Men right now. And we're trying stuff right out the gate. This is me trying to help crack the code. But not only that, I'm just excited about this list. And I'm really glad I did gunline for a while because I wanted to get better at that play style and step outside of my comfort zones. But now we're back there. And I'm extremely hyped to get in some games with this bag. Yeah, Chris, and if this is too one note, if this is too physical, if it's too tanky, if it's too bodyguardy, we can easily swap Colossus for a Scott. We'll tinker. Exactly. Or We're we going to tinker. Black Cat for a rocket. Like there's things we can do to kind of get a middle ground, but I I like how focused this is because like you have no room to like deviate from your objective. I know you can come right. up with a team that's really good at a different objective that you can't handle potentially, but like you're still going to win your objective, which is winning 1v1s, winning points not dying on points and then on top of that hopefully beast and maybe even some of these healing factor characters picked up some objectives along the way and they're hanging on to them and scoring those and you're just getting that little uptick more over your right. opponent and you know you're scoring well you're scoring medium score which is fast in mcp to be honest medium is and then yeah. you're doing good damage the more they damage you because you're getting power and these characters hit hard when they're still alive with power that's how this list works, which is very exciting. So I think we got to close it here. So closing out the list, we have Storm, Cable, Wolverine, X-23, Honey Badger, Beast, Rogue, Domino, Colossus, and Black Cat. Should be Zemo. Should be Zemo. Our 10 tactics cards are Cat and Mouse, Pretty Sneaky Sis, Wolverines, Exceptional Healing, First Class, Children of the Atom, Brace for Impact, Field Dressing, Fastball Special, and Indomitable. And Chris's secures are Mutant Madmen, which he's going to take every time if possible. <laughs> your, your goal is secure. Yeah, honestly, my goal is time. secure uh, every time. And then we're hoping for Mutant Madman, but we'll hope. Yeah. We'll see. And then, but I mean, if you don't get that, you get Infinity Formula, where you just get extra power doing the same shape, which is B. Bingo. Or you get Intrusions, which is, you know, scoring, but you got to teleport. Like you can open up move so many characters. things. Yeah. Yeah. You can move slow characters to another part of the board. And then, of course, Chris's extracts are struggle for the cube because we're going to, on that mission in particular, you're going to take all your healing factor characters that you can, maybe a beast, yep. just pick them all up. And then hammers, which is just going to be insane for Laura, <laughs> yeah, you know, man. Wolverine, even Colossus, man, like he's going to really come online. Let's also not forget cable is a nightmare at six with or a, seven with dice. a hammer. Oh my gosh. It's nuts. Two hammers. He's, he's doing seven <sighs> range five. Given auto like incinerates Stupid. out like Stupid. essentially so and then the last is research station attacked once again that's our straight up main street the, the researchers moving back and forth it's the tug of war you love these too you just love these I can't wait you know Chris and that's the thing too I think maybe if you play web warriors you do go I extract. go extract well yeah. that's that's kind of been how I play against web warriors anyway that's why I played scrolls so much in the last tournament. Okay. I kept finding yeah. myself against Web Warriors and Sam, so I thought I have a better chance at winning whatever secure they pick. Because they're good extracts. Exactly, because they're both good extract teams. You summarized it much better. But yeah, so I picked extracts, and okay. I'm, I'm, I'm already way into that strategy of picking the extract if it's an extract-based squad, just to try to disrupt what they're trying to do. Yeah, and I like this because you've got like one of your extracts is a secure a secure station yeah. and and web warriors would hate that they would absolutely hate to be on that one on top of like you know something else so 
yeah I, I really like this a lot i'm excited to see man with your hammers like I, your team really comes online and that's one of those Ooh. things like then maybe i do try to wipe them off the table <laughs> yeah yeah well that's probably that that you do what i was talking about earlier where it's like round one you grab some hammers sit on your mm-hmm. secures and then round two just push in to their secures exactly them, right and just start smacking them you just got to remember the exceptional healing will cost one more, you know, so be ready for that. Be, you yep. have the power ready. Absolutely. But, you know, other than that, I think it's fine. But yeah, this really strong looking list, Chris. I'm kind of jealous. Like this sounds like something that I really like to play as well. Looks really fun. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone this season, though. I've, I've played a lot of Logan, man. You have. I have not played a lot of Logan. I have two Logans. I, I know. I've bought two of the model. You and I both have the X-Force Logan. Yep. That a good friend of ours painted for us. And then I also had Dennis excellently paint. Excellently paint. It's probably one of my best painted models. The classic Logan. You know, mm. my favorite. As Chris knows. The brown and yellow suit. Good one. With the silver armor. You know, this all messed up like it was. It's always damaged, right? But, you know, the brown. Absolutely. It's very evocative of the Wolverine itself and um, his early suit. But, yeah, it's fun. So, I, I'm really excited to see you get this on the table. And, you know... I feel like you're going to learn about a lot about X-Force too, because they're a strong team. Well, I think this is a pretty strong X-Force list we've put together too. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be playing X-Force more than I will be playing Storm. Yeah, I predict 65% of the time you're playing X-Force, and that's probably yep. your goal. And and you know, I agree. And Chris, like, I don't think you'll forget that leadership. It's it's once per turn on one of your attacks. So unfortunately, it's not on both attacks if you attack twice, but re-roll one dice. And you, know, you can look at your dice and kind of get a feeling of oh i didn't get the pierce on logan like i want the pierce like let's roll one more blank and try to get a wild or something like that really good really strong you know roll that dice and colossus and get that stagger off or that's oh, done you know that's the plan <laughs> yeah man so good stuff pierces and bleeds everywhere i'm looking forward to you running this and kind of like digging in and you know i'm excited to see some cabal player like force you on gamma and you're like okay Okay. I can't wait. <laughs> let's, let's get in that middle gamma and dice up Modoc, you know? Mm. So watch out for Mystic. Absolutely. Other than that, I mean, I think you're ready to face most teams. So I, this is a fun after dark. We're going to do more of these in the future where we just kind of build something fun for Chris or I, you know, and just hang out and do it. And we hope you guys enjoyed this because Chris, I'm more excited about this second season than I was the first season. I was ecstatic about the first season you know and i'm not even playing competitive this season i'm playing like i said a team i don't know models i don't know i want to learn we're both kind of in the lab uh with this season and i think that's great i think that that's kind of what the secret wars are for i think that's what makes it interesting well and i won the first season right and we don't want this looking at an inside job that's that's not a good look no, it's no, not no. a good look i fully think you have a great shot of winning with convocation just because I know how you play games and I've been telling you that that squad was tailor made for you since they announced them. I you're going to be tough and you're going to be a super tough matchup against me. So it's true. I will not be able to come through for the underdogs. It'll have to be somebody else this, this turn, but Maybe next season. Hopefully, I can delete some web warriors. That's the goal. Mm, let's get rid of them. Top dogs. I know. Knock them down a peg, man. Knock them down. <laughs> I'm with I you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to do the same thing. I actually want to play them pretty badly, but so big brain. I, I know. I know so much. I mean, Chris. We, people have won games in the primary TTS league. Like I'm saying, like one, like eight or nine games. You know, like I had to play nine games in our season, right? They've won like over half their games with like. Without throwing a punch, the web warriors. That's wild. Just like all web lines, all all movements, all 
throws, pushes, you know, just like maybe a strike yeah. here or there, maybe a strike here or there, no spenders, like just all like, I mean, and that's how you play the Web Warriors. It's a crazy team, man. They are they are the hard control team of the game. And that is the spider people. It's like they don't ever really want to fight until they're ready, you know, and that's the point. It's the antithesis of my play style, which is why I want to play them. Yeah, I just you know like expanding <laughs> the repertoire. Out. Yeah, you gotta you gotta learn all the different styles to be able to to beat them. Absolutely, Chris. And uh, my closing thought on your list here for future use: cool thing that's come up with this. You have a lot of Avengers in here too. A lot. I know. I've this is seen an easy like Steve or Sam throw in in the future and and try another and have like a third flex team if we wanted to because. You know, Cable is an Avenger. Wolverine is an Avenger. Beast is an Avenger. Like, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. But, you know, I like the focus of our list. I like that X-Men's your flex and you're getting out of your comfort zone and trying X-Force. I think this is where you need to be the whole time because you like to attack. And X-Force I like rolling dice. That's for sure. X-Force is good at that. I mean, they're arguably the best in the game at that. And that's their leadership. And sometimes Cable hits, man. Oh, I know. And that Akani-san on the backside is different. Let's, that's that's a reminder to all listeners at home. His spender on the back. Don't ever do it on the front, ever. <laughs> Always save that for body slide and teleconnect <laughs> shield. But on the back, Chris, that Akani-san, I mean, it gets stagger on top of all that A2 damage. So gross, man. You could stagger multiple A area two targets. Multiple, potentially. With miss back. You know, very cool. So it's a late game closer with uh, cable when you're stuck in that gamma wave, right? And like everyone's yep, fighting yep. or you're stuck on the demons downtown. But it's a fun episode, man. We'll uh, do more of this in the future. This was a longer after dark. We hope you guys enjoyed February session because it was supposed to be longer because we want to give you guys the full run of what this was going to be like. Yeah, man. We really appreciate you guys being patrons, especially at the level you're at. And let us know how you liked this episode. And we really liked doing it. So hopefully you guys liked listening to it and we'll be able to do more in the future. Absolutely, Chris. So thanks again to the patrons. But guys, that's it for this episode of After Dark. We look forward to seeing you next month. But until then, thanks for listening. True Believers. Excelsior. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. At this point, I doubt anything would surprise me. Ten bucks says you're wrong. We'll